0: Imagine if Phil Mitchell was played by David Mitchell doing the David Mitchell
1: character. Oh, yeah. I would definitely chin into EastEnders for that.
0: Excuse me, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Grant, you've just got to pay council tax on the garage.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're not outlaw motorcyclists. (laughs) trying to run an auto repair business.
0: Welcome, listener, to this episode 157 of the Electronic Wireless Show podcast, the best animal companions in games special. Uh, Rock Paper Shotgun. This is Rock Paper Shotgun's PC gaming podcast, and the only podcast you need, in my opinion, in my opinion, is uh, is that of Alice Bell, and I'm joined this week by uh, predictably uh, Doctor
1: Dolittle. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm so predictable with my extraordinary ability. <laughs>
2: He can talk to crabs. I have nothing but respect for the man.
0: <laughs> uh, and somewhat less predictably, that bloke's hamster. Yeah, that was me scratching at your eyes.
2: Which, which bloke's hamster? The big man. Um, from *Bouldersgate* too. 2. <laughs> Russian strongman.
1: Oh, Minsk. Yes, Minsk. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was a reference to, to a celebrity who stuck a hamster up his bottom.
2: <laughs> no, no, or, or absolutely not. Or like a meme not. or something. No, no, I just remembered this very strong man who really loved his hamster.
0: Yeah. Very pure. Good for him. Good for him loving his hamster. Um, uh, yeah, this week is the the best animal companions again special. And I will also get out of the way that I didn't do a cabin of lives this week. But I again this week have a good excuse because I got a flu. Well, I got a vaccine in each arm on Monday morning. Whoa! Uh, Double arm. I, I got yeah. I, I got flu. The, this year's flu vaccine in in one arm because you're you're recommended to get a flu vaccine every year if you're immunocompromised. And I've got my pneumonia top up, which you get every five years, in the other arm. And I was ill for a couple of days afterwards. Oh no. I was like, vaccines are great. And then I was like, oh, no, vaccines are the worst thing in the world. But it means that my immune system had a good reaction to it. So that's good. Congrats nice. on your muscly antibodies. Yeah, but I thought in place of the, the cavern this week, we could, that could be where we reveal the thing, capital T.
2: What a good idea. The cavern of announcements.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: so. Cool. Yeah, can I still so. do a bit with Anthony Hopkins, friend of the show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All yeah, oh, yeah. right, great. Anthony yeah, we'll do that.
0: <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, friend of the show, is going to reveal uh, something incredible.
1: I, I actually have been in an announcements cavern before. Have you? Um, yeah, I went on a press trip for a wee survival horror game that was set in the mountains called Cursed Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> not very original. Um, and, Bad um, Hill. They took us up a mountain into a cave and they, they announced the game in this cave and, like, projected the trailer onto the cavern wall, which is a very poor surface to project anything onto. Yeah. You can't tell what's game and what's, like, natural rock, rock texture.
2: <laughs> Wait, did they um, literally do the, the metaphor of the cave, IRL? You literally just yeah. saw the projected shadow of the game. Amazing <laughs> geniuses.
1: <laughs> uh, <and> I ate <laughs> loads of cheese yeah. and had, I'd say, a top five worst heartburn <laughs> of my You're life. Gonna... And what, the next what? morning, trying to explain to um, the, uh, I think it was in like the Austrian Alps, trying to explain to our Austrian uh, hostel type owner if he had um, any Rennies or the Austrian equivalent of. No like gave me a- this. He gave me this very strong spirit, which tasted entirely of cloves and did nothing to help me.
0: I was going to say that sounds like it would only worsen the heartburn.
1: Yeah, so that wasn't great.
0: <laughs> what? What's your top? Was your worst ever heartburn? Uh
3: um,
0: this is put you on the spot.
2: It's it's difficult to say. I mean, if. We should do a proper listicle on this at some
1: point. Yeah, I probably, <laughs> yeah. I probably, I'd need to think about it because you know, in reality, it's some of it's like you know, actually medically concerning. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it it's as like, a cavern. and at number one, you know, where I burped up literal stomach acid.
0: <laughs> 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 oh dear. <laughs> It is a misnomer, isn't it? But um, uh, well, that's that's good. We'll we'll maybe return to that at some point in the future. Matthew's heartburn. Um, so many more potential character. features
2: and game shows.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but quickly, um, we'll we'll take a little break and then I'll I'll ask you uh how you both are this week.
4: We here at Rock Paper Shotgun want to create the best PC games-related content out there. I mean, we're doing a lot of that already, but you can help us continue to do that and also help us do a little more. All you have to do is grab an RPS subscription over at rockpapershotgun.com forward slash subscribe. You can support us at two different tiers. The standard subscription will give you an ad-free RPS, you'll get discounts on our merch, and you'll get a letter from the editor post every month month, too. The premium tier subscription gives you all of those lovely things I just mentioned, plus some exclusive articles and podcasts, as well as some smashing new video games and in-game items. I don't want to say free because you're paying money for the subscription, but you know, it's a little something on top. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, head on over to rockpapershotgun.com forward slash subscribe and give us your money please you get good things in return so it seems like a win-win for everyone involved in anticipation of a transaction and because my mother reared me well thank you very much
0: so yeah how, how have you been this week you know i've been i had pre-flu so how have, how have you lads been this week
1: uh good i've been playing a lot of that death loop uh, yes is it as good as the people say uh it's it's really good. I don't think it's as good as Dishonored 2 um from Arcane. But in, in fairness few things are Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if anyone was particularly claiming that. Um yeah, it took a while to click. Um and my progress has been massively stalled by other people invading my game as Juliana to stop me, and I mm. thought it would be annoying and I thought the second it started happening, oh, I should probably just turn this feature off. But actually I feel like it makes sense. Like her role in the story is that she's trying to kill you and it it doesn't make sense that she would just stop doing that for long stretches of time. So it actually kind of plays into the story and setup of the game quite nicely. And I'm genuinely beginning to feel that sort of Bill Murray-ish kind of fatigue at her constantly murdering me again and again. So when I eventually get her, it's going to be so sweet. What if you never do though? (laughs) Uh, well, I will get her eventually because I'm gradually, like, you know, leveling up. I've I've got this beast of a machine gun which I don't use on anyone, and it's it's saved just for her. Uh, <laughs> so, right, like, I play entire ta- everything I've got is about playing sort of a bit more stealthily. Apart from this noisy machine gun, which I'm like, come on, then I dare you, I dare you to come and get me with this with this thing. I'm really looking forward to emptying it into which is quite sinister kind of mindset to be in. Yeah, it's quite sweet. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to murder this woman. Um yeah, so that's good.
0: <laughs> okay, that's good. And and how are you, that blokes hamster? Uh yeah, I've just been lunging at people's
2: eyes on the command of a barbarian. Um but role-playing aside, uh the the fish tank uh, project well, phase three of the project or phase four. This phase is well underway. Anyway, the, uh, the centerpiece of it all is a tank that a friend picked up for me of a private cellar. Um, and it's, it used to be built into their wall. So it's really narrow front to back, but it's really tall and wide. So I've been gluing together loads of bits of, like, um, mangrove root and bogwood to make a sort of a... A wall of wood fragments. Um, Interesting. So today I'm going to submerge that and tie loads and loads of ferns to it because I want ferns to grow over it all. So the back of this tank has got like a sort of knobbly green carpet.
3: Hmm.
2: I think it's going to be wow. cool.
1: Yeah, uh, so that's, that's been my week. I've also got, ha- a, I've got a dentist update for you.
0: Oh, OK. Yeah. Genuinely. Oh, my God. Do you hear the excitement well, in my voice?
1: <laughs> when I say I've got a dentist update, the update is I desperately need to go to a dentist because right now in my hand, as of half an hour ago, I'm holding half of one of my teeth.
4: <gasps>
2: <laughs> Are you just trying
1: to one up me from a couple of weeks ago? Where i
0: <laughs> what, what happened, Matthew? Was it a malware? <laughs>
1: Uh, I ate a, this is unbelievable, but this is what got me. I ate a giant chocolate button. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Straight from the fridge, was it?
1: No, it was Ooh. soft. My- that's how that's how. Wow. absolutely ganked my tooth is. And it, um, <laughs> yeah, and I was eating, and I thought, oh, gross. Um, this chocolate button has um, a bit of grit in it. And, I'll continue uh,
0: eating it, though.
1: <laughs> the bit of grit was me. It was my yeah, own grit.
0: So, so was, this,
2: was this the bad tooth that has been, you know, uh, threatening to crack for
1: ages? Well, I, well annoying, I've got two slightly bad teeth. Annoyingly, this was the one which I had deemed the good tooth. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> so,
1: um, yeah, clearly not. I have now got uh, I've Well, oh, I haven't Yeah, I now have to make a date with the dentist, and... trade. It's terrible. <laughs> I thought we could put this off for a while, and it, it's, it feels like the uh, farewell to fizzy drinks tour <laughs> has finally come to an end. <laughs>
2: that, that was phenomenal. That was like the camera
1: panned down to
2: reveal you clutching an untreated bullet wound.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm and I'm holding my webcams, tooth. I could show you this tooth. It's really unpleasant, so...
0: Yeah. Oh Matt, yeah, that was a that was a revealing <laughs> half, wasn't it?
1: Hmm. I should probably be going to the dentist instead of recording a podcast, but you know, yeah. you know, me. you wouldn't be a true professional. No, exactly.
0: Such dedication to the fans. <laughs> mm. Well, let's whip through it so Matthew can get healed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, just very quickly, I had to have a bunch of blood tests. Um, last week and uh, I, I can reveal that apparently I don't have hepatitis which is nice. Yes! But, um, yeah I know but the the GP uh, rang well the, the GP rang me What? Well, first of all the a actual GP rang me and said um, so I don't know what these test results mean so I've just written a letter to the hospital <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> just to get their input and I was like yeah fair enough because um, they the hospital asked for some quite specific Uh, tests I think so he was like I don't know what this means so uh, just hold tight on that I was like cool and then uh, a bit later the receptionist um, from the GP rang me and said "Uh, so the doctor said look at these other test results one of your markers was quite high so he wants a nurse to ring you next week for a lifestyle chat
3: which I think
0: means they're going to tell me I'm not allowed to have chocolate biscuits instead of a sandwich Uh for lunch
1: Oh. Which I already knew <laughs> I shouldn't do. Sounds but, like someone's going to be going on the chocolate biscuits farewell tour.
2: Yeah, exactly. My
0: goodness. Oh, if, I know.
1: If you added up all the blood they've
2: taken out of you over the years, by the way. Yeah. Like, and a war, they were giving it all to a warlock who was then putting it in a freezer and crafting it all yeah. into a giant blood golem. Like... How Ooh. how much damage do you think it would be able to do to the city of Brian before Brian Brighton before it was annihilated <laughs> by the army?
0: It's, I don't think it's that big yet. Yeah. I think it's probably a, a an adult human, but I have had some blood put back in by the NHS, so I don't know is that being subtracted from the total? It, no, it would no be, that's uh, cool. No,
2: no, no, that's how you min max the Golem) <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, what, here's a question then would a golem count as an animal companion because it's not a vegetable or mineral or is it oh that was good yeah so our, our topic this week is the best animal companions and I said animal it's, I was sort of inspired by um, Cana Bridge of Spirits which has these lovely little kind of forest spirit Little gremlin friends called the Rot, who are responsible for the decay and renewal of life. The little, 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 leaf mould friends, and they they wear hats and they have big eyes and they're very cute. It's nice um, to see mm-hmm.
2: detritivores celebrated for once, isn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I thought we could uh, we could talk about our favourite little animal companions in games this week, which, Nate, you got quite excited about because oh, the word animals, animal was mentioned.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Although the first two things that
2: came to mind for me, ironically, were not animals. Good. This is a good start.
0: I don't know if that's ironic. It's quite on brand for you, really, isn't it? Is that ironic? I can't remember. Well, the What's ponch- the actual definition of irony?
2: Oh, I don't know. You'd have to ask Alanis Morissette. Uh, who misdefined it about 26 times in a song. Um, I don't know, I think so these are the ironic opposite. Examples. What, <laughs>
0: it's the opposite of what Alana said. Well anyway, what, what were your non-animal examples?
2: Well, the first was the robot horse off of Horizon Zero Dawn. Cause I mean I think I think we've had this debate before, but I think the robos in that game do count
0: as animals. That's interesting, isn't it?
2: Yeah, Because they're evolved by, you know, a natural system. mm. They go around eating grass and things.
0: But, mm, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And we're also, we're definitely, they're they're coded to be like animals, you know, of different types.
2: The horse's brill, its mane is all like these long sort of cables that look like they're coated in like a really easy, easy grip sort of plastic or something. They look very tactile and she like Mm. grabs on and hauls herself on. It's just the textures in that game are really good. It's very, very nerdy thing to comment on, but credit where it's due. she
1: plug her like appliances into its neck to recharge them like mobile phones? This is an avatar.
2: But uh, oh, wouldn't that have made cowboys' lives so much easier if horses had had USB ports <laughs> for like their vapes,
0: <laughs> their iPhones, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> their wireless earbuds?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we called the horse Fantasy Boy in our playthrough, and then when we upgraded and got like the robot, like Longhorn Ox thing. I think we called that like Power Boy. So yeah, we had a lot of affection for them. We we're always so yeah. you know when you whistle and your steed comes along, which thing a lot of games do. Uh, there's always that cheer uh, when you first see it on the horizon. A like, fancy boy, you're back.
1: But is that is that is that a cheer of like it's the horse, or is that just a cheer of like hooray? It's sort of pathfinding has worked.
2: Uh, there is an element of the latter always, <laughs> isn't there? <laughs> yeah, I'm always amazed.
1: I'm like, oh, is it going to do it? <laughs> so that
0: I I reviewed Sable, which is, uh, and I'm glad to say my review appears to be the correct opinion in that other people have had it, um, which is it's, it's very, very beautiful, but it's, it's a bit buggy and broken at the minute and there are some other irritations in it. One of which is that your bike... Which is supposed to be personified, and, and she she is gendered. And she's called Simoon, um, and you can do that. You can whistle. You can whistle, and Simoon will kind of come to you. But it doesn't do the thing that I think. Uh, fantasy RPGs, and I think um, Horizon does it as well, where just your steed will appear from. It will spawn it closer to you and it will ride up from a direction that you were not looking in. Yeah, yeah. If it's too far away. It doesn't do that. Samoon will pathfind from wherever she is and drive to you in real time, which oh. functionally means that uh Samoon will get stuck a lot and will often never turn up. So you have to decide whether you want to continue walking towards the thing you were aiming at or oh, if, you boy, re- like. if you want to if you want yeah, if you want to fast travel somewhere else, so that that's a bit annoying. There's
1: <laughs> lots of very irate travellers in the desert. who are like,
3: "Fucking
0: Simone!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a particular rage of like the commuter. There's a it, yeah. it's a particular kind of anger, you know. It's it's kind of oh
3: god, this is so good!
1: Oh, they about they something growl. that like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's it's.
0: Always something that you're lucky exists in the first place. Like if you get to the tube and you just missed the train and you go, oh, "Wait three minutes!" Like- <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> through clenched teeth, because <laughs> just to roar outright would somehow cost you your like businessman yeah. status.
2: <laughs> the thing that always did it for me I was I used to get the train into London Bridge Station every day for a period of a few years. And because there were always too many trains trying to use the platforms, you know, and I was always late for work, of course. So I'd be like sweating and staring at my watch. And then the train would just grind to an agonizing halt just outside the station where it would wait for anywhere between one and 40 minutes. And you never knew. And it was just, oh, right. How big a bollocking am I going to get today? Let's find <laughs> out.
1: I used, the route I used to walk to work in London because um, I used to walk everywhere like a maniac um, and uh, used to take me past this florist, and they obviously specialised in quite elaborate hearse decorations. So like at least I'd say a couple of times a month, I would see what was clearly a very elaborate flower display for, for obviously like a young person. You know, some kind of depression, you know, because it was like a giant football or something, you know, like really depressing, (laughs) bum you out stuff. (laughs) And you have to go in and write about Super Mario all day when you've just seen this clearly like just (laughs) horrible sort of prop. (laughs) Uh, That was fun.
0: Mario's best power ups (laughs) in. Mate. Anyway, we've, we've just talked about trains for quite a long time. Yeah,
2: which what aren't about, animals. What about Cortana? Does she count as a... No, a
1: she's a lady.
2: I no, mean, she's an AI.
1: Yeah, she's an AI lady. If she was yeah. like an AI raccoon, then I'd be like, yes. I think AI is a manner <laughs> of beast. Oh, I don't think so. If she took the form of an animal. She could if she wanted. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, Do you think Master Chief that- forces her to be lady-shaped?
0: <laughs> Wasn't <Yeah>. there like <laughs> one of the devs said the reason she appears as a naked lady is to like disarm people she's talking to No, <laughs> so that's what be, like
1: Chief programmed He had to select that from a the menu Cortana <laughs> uh, Cortana, stop being the
2: gecko I know you like <laughs> reptiles but I want to see some boobs <laughs>
0: <laughs> Like the voice options on Siri You could choose like Australian man and he went for nude American lady
1: <laughs> Nude American lady, but with the voice of Stephen Fry. I was like, because we have Stephen yeah. Fry voice on one of our map things Got on your Garmin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: Master Chief is
2: just a like a really like <laughs> pathetic bro. Like he's getting <laughs> calibrated on the UNSC big man or whatever. And uh, okay, nod your head <laughs> up and down. Yes, it's working. Can you make the blue lady come, please? <laughs> She's super hot.
0: <laughs> like a at Master Chief on Twitter replying to porn star accounts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but what about actual animals? <laughs> Do we have any of them? Because one of the best things that um, has been done to Far Cry in recent years is that you can have a dog or... A giant pig, you or know, or a bear, or a bear. Yeah, you can have a little animal pal. And I remember it was Far Cry Five. I think I did a preview of it, and they do this thing at preview sometimes. It's very man manpower heavy. They have you paired with um, a, a a beast, person, like an employee. Yeah,
1: <laughs> a, you to a bear,
0: <laughs> a bear. And the bear will have a headset on and is watching you play and, and will sometimes, you know, give you pointers or say, like... Just
1: keep saying, get more honey. And you're like, dude, that isn't the, that isn't the aim of this game.
2: Yeah, you've got to I acquire to enough stored fat to survive the winter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are
2: you doing? Ignore that side quest. You've got to gorge yourself on salmon or your
0: staff. <laughs> 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 and... and uh and when I was playing, I didn't realize you were allowed a dog. And the dog, your animal companion, will follow you. You can get like a a cougar, I think, like a mountain lion. But I I kept the dog. So the dog's cool, and and the dog will like fetch you guns and stuff. Like if you <laughs> if you run out of ammo, or you need a gun. Like the dog will come up. Like he's carrying a big stick, but it's an AK, and um. <laughs> <laughs> and i i love the dog and i kept in the preview i kept looking back to make sure he was still following me or like if i got in a car i was like where's the dog i was looking around and the bear who was doing the preview with me started laughing at me <laughs> always <laughs> checking on the dog like it was a real dog
1: well if you turn around fast enough and the dog's texture isn't loaded in he's just like oh, a grey yeah. structure it's like pearlescent golem <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> big pearlescent golem energy <laughs>
2: i always when when i play rpgs and stuff i always 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 pick the character class that can summon animals or have an animal companion because it always not just because i like animals but the the gameplay value of that suffers from massive inflation in my head because i always think like well basically i'm now playing co-op like because i've got a wolf or whatever and I always yeah. feel way more relaxed in games when I'm not the only thing being targeted. Like I get mm-hmm. quite stressed where there's like loads of big ogres and whatever, all just like waddling towards me single-mindedly. But if a load of them are just like wailing on a dog that I brought
1: along, I'm just sort of chilled out. <laughs> so the dog is just like your aggro pal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's that has really been like like if if there was a zombie apocalypse, you'd make friends with someone. Just so you could push them in the way of yeah. the horde. <laughs> basically. You don't. You don't have to be
2: the fastest to escape. It's not the slowest.
1: <laughs> God, that costs so uh, so many things in a sinister light. Just having a family becomes a very sinister <laughs> act.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, can oh, can I join your survivor group? And they say like, what's your what's your speed over one hundred meters? Just <laughs> <laughs> <it> too fast. <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm very slow, man, so you would probably be all right. I um, I talked about it last week, but I'm still playing lots of Rimworld, and I was playing yesterday and came up with an innovative new base defense, uh, which was just to leash hundreds of tortoises uh, outside the front gate of my base. I had like a room just packed with nesting boxes, which was just constantly churning out legions of tortoises. And like I say, I just sort of you know, tie them to posts on this <clears throat> big lawn in front of my front gates. And then when brutes came along, like to raid my base, they would all just start battering these tortoises. But the tortoises are very hard because of their shells. So they took a lot long longer to batter than other animals. And I'd have all my snipers lined up by the gate just picking people off uh, as they, as they sort of desperately hammered at tortoise shells with the butts of their revolvers. <laughs> and about 30% of the tortoises survived each wave as well, so it was good animal welfare. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I could have used yeah. turrets, but...
3: Yeah. <laughs> God.
0: Could, could you have pets in um, Dwarf Fortress? Oh, could you ever, yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: in the game the ba- that I did the Basement of Curiosity on, so this was a, a series, a diary series about Dwarf Fortress where I was making a zoo. And obviously I had loads of animals in cages. But there are, you can do animal training in that. It's one of the more esoteric systems in an already slightly eccentric game. Um, so I was never quite certain how I was doing it. But um, my mare was followed around by a creature called a jabberer. Which is like if you know the old terror birds and mowers and basically all the big ripped flightless birds off of history, they're like those, but they they live underground. That was that mm. was a cool pet. That just because Dwarf Fortress's damage modeling is fascinating, uh, it tracks every part of a body in a fight, and sometimes very unusual things can happen. Um, yeah, and this this Jabra just used to blast people into components with the sheer strength of its beak. How it's ally
0: Wow. But, but I don't know. What if one day it turned its power on you?
2: And, oh, that's always an inevitability as well. <laughs> if it can happen and you play long enough, it tends to, tends to happen.
0: Uh, are you, Matthew, going to throw in... You know, I'm one of the animals in
1: in Divinity or Oh yeah. but God, yeah you've 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 beat me to, to the punch. Um yeah, I was gonna say they added this uh uh character for uh this sort of original Sin definitive edition or expanded edition or whatever it's called, the sort of the, the, the final version of it. Um they added this character called Salora, who is a squirrel who rides a skeletal cat um called Quirkus, and the his whole deal is like he's a companion but he, he does like nothing he doesn't contribute anything i think he gives you a couple of recipes um through the whole game but the kind of the joke with him is that he's he's like on this his own quest and thinks that the the rest of the party are like his bodyguards like he has no perception of like the the great threat that you're you know facing throughout the game he just he thinks he's the star of his own game, and it's entirely expressed through a few kind of uh conversations you have with him after like key missions and things. but I like the idea that this is this weird guy following you everywhere who's completely kind of you know away in his own world. I think he he's terrified of this sort of apocalyptic event called the uh, like the falling of the great acorn or something and he's sort of uh, he's he's hunting for these rival squirrel knights who are gonna kind of called the order of the dray who are gonna bring this about and I just I just like that he has his entire own story but has no impact on what you're doing and what you're doing just doesn't seem to like register with him at all um and you can't I don't think you can get rid of him so I think if you kill him he just becomes a ghost like a ghost squirrel riding this skeleton cat for the whole game um
0: i was, I was gonna say do, do you have to sort do you actually have to bodyguard him can he die in fight no, he,
1: he can't die like in traps and things he can set off traps um he didn't do much in our game like he was there in our playthrough when we played it through on the, the youtube channel um i think the very final thing we did was kill him um because <laughs> you've got this you've got this move in Divinity where you can basically consume ghosts, which sort of destroys their soul forever. It's like the worst thing you can do. It like absolutely just obliterates them, and it's that you know, they are truly, truly done at that point. And I think we consumed his soul like on the boat right at the end in like the epilogue. Um well, I say we, I did it, and yeah. Alice went, oh, ah! Um, you know, but that's that's great. YouTube,
0: <laughs> <laughs> do it for the vine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, just did it for the likes. You should um, get on TikTok. And that's why Matthew. that video went viral with um, just over one thousand views.
0: <laughs> well, well done. That's <laughs>
1: um, yeah. But he was he was good. I mean, that game's got loads of like animal summons and animals you can kind of um, sort of team up with in quests and help in quests because you can talk to animals. Um, uh, yeah, it's mad. If you don't have Pet Pal in that game, the, the talk to the animals ability, you basically mm. miss out on, you know, probably like a fifth of the quests or something mad like that. Um, that's, you know, I like that threat. And Borders Gate 3 has got a similar thing because that, like Nate was saying, that's got a class where... Uh, is it the druids in D&D can turn into animals?
0: Yeah. Yeah, dru- I played a druid uh, in a, a
1: fifth edition game
0: and I was like, oh my God, like druids are rubbish until you level up and then suddenly you can just turn into a giant spider and talk yeah. to bears.
1: Yeah, they've got they've got a bit of that in Borders Gate 3 as well. I've not actually messed around with the druid. They added, that was the last big class they added in early access. Um, but yeah, it can turn into like I don't know, five or six different animals. You could definitely turn into a giant spider and then like leap around the map and things like that. Yeah, I really good. want to have a big go on that.
0: <laughs> it is good being a druid, but I would say if you are a druid um, and you can turn into a giant spider, it's a bit like, you know, suddenly every pro- problem looks like a fly. Like, mm. It's like, oh, what are you going to do in this situation? Probably turn to a spider mate. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you know, <laughs> why wouldn't I? <laughs>
2: Yeah. That's your answer to every
1: problem.
0: (laughs) But then you are your own animal companion, I
1: suppose. Well, yeah. It's it's not a companion at all. You're a companion to your teammates.
2: Oh, just imagining a druid going to the fridge. Oh, we're out of milk, honey. Oh, I forgot. And then he realizes like, his wife left him nine months ago, at which point he just turns into a spider and begins weeping. And it's like a hard hitting slice of life
1: documentary about. I thought uh, he was going to say he was going to turn into a cow and milk himself. I mean, that would be,
2: that would drastically change the tone of the (laughs) skits.
0: I don't know if I'd drink my own milk, you know. Mm. I don't know. Do you know
2: if the milk of any animal uh, tastes slightly like it's sweat? What no, do you mean? Not true. Milk is wet. Yeah, mammary glands are modified sweat glands, isn't it?
0: Oh, sweat! I thought you said yeah. wet. I was like, "What do you? Yeah, what?" <laughs>
2: Did you know milk is uh, contains water, lads? This isn't that amazing. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's platypuses um, produce milk for their young, but just out of their sweat glands. Mm-hmm. Once had uh, I told a, an old colleague. Uh, a job that and and at the end of the conversation said i really got no time for these milk sweating witch cats (laughs) and i thought what a description of a platypus
0: do you know what i bet if to get milk you you had to like wipe down a cow and then wring the cloth out into a bucket way fewer people would
2: have dairy Like a boxing trainer and a
1: Rocky film. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it depends. Like, if, if it is like current milk, like done away from me and hidden in a warehouse somewhere, I probably wouldn't mind. <laughs> like, I'm not saying, like, like, the concept of like we squeeze it from these others isn't particularly appealing either. It's not much better, it, is it? Yeah. You know, I don't have to look at it. If I had to look at that every time I wanted to eat a, a giant chocolate button and shatter my gob. Um, then, then maybe I wouldn't. Maybe that's what the dentist should should prescribe me just like a video of that I have to watch whenever I feel the urge to gobble on some shockies
2: It'd just be, become like Pavlovian and you just couldn't see images of am- animal cruelty without becoming incredibly hungry <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean that's already kind of true Nom 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 uh, <laughs> uh, are there any other
0: animal companions that people would like to bring forward I mean,
1: the, I mean, similar to Horizon Zero Dawn but the, uh, the horse in The Witcher, Roach is oh, yeah. kind of a, a, a classic horse, I think the deal with Roach, and I, we've definitely mentioned this on the podcast before, is that Roach isn't one animal it's any horse he uses becomes Roach
2: now, is it named after the freshwater fish,
1: or the end of a joint, or
2: like a cockroach? I always I assumed
0: know. cockroach, because it's kind of grimy. I assumed cockroach as well, yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's confusing, because one of his best mates is called Roche, or R-O-C-H-E, Roch, Roach. Awkward. Yeah, because you it's don't like- want to whistle
2: and get the wrong one. It's like if I had a horse called Matthew or Alice. <laughs> oh, it
1: would be very confusing. Um. So <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's good. He f- he's good. Like, they they famously had him sport. You know, the 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 meme with him is he used to spawn in weird places, um, and that's why Roach's card in Gwent, the standalone game, is a picture of him standing on top of a barn.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's,
1: that's good. I didn't know that. Good. Mm. That's good. Good work. Yeah, good old, good old roach. Um, you had a quite. There was a, in shadow tactics. There was this like old sniper geezer who had like a pet raccoon as his distraction tool. He could sort of yeah. send his little raccoon out, and it would kind of like yip and bark and roll around, and people would look at it, and then you could stab them in the back. Um, which I don't know. That's quite a nice like, last thing to see on this Earth, I think. Like a funny little raccoon doing a dance. Sounds like yeah, all of the I'd Guardians of the Galaxy's thing. enemies thought.
3: <laughs> well, <that's laughs> the, you'd,
1: end, you'd end on, like, a, oh, that's nice. Like, some of them, they throw, like, a rock. If the last thing you saw was just a rock that you looked at, that would be that, that's not a very exciting final memory. Like, when your life flashes in front of your eyes... At the end of it, do you want it to end with a dancing raccoon or a pebble or, or a, um, a, like a cask of ale that someone else can place? I'd want to end it with the rock.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
1: that's, that's DLC. He's, he's someone else's distraction.
0: He'd <laughs> he be comes so in reasonable.
1: Just, <laughs> he comes in with his mic and just starts mouthing off and everyone looks at him <laughs> and that's when you want them.
2: Watch out, my boss is about to twist your head off. And you turn around, <laughs> but your head just keeps turning.
1: <laughs> 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 Keep t- twist back round until you can see the rock again, which is nice. <laughs> so it's bad yeah. like jump. <laughs> that's it, that's your life. And everyone's like, ah, this doesn't fit, feel- this feels very anachronistic. <laughs> 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 that's what all the Steam reviews say about that game. They're like, I love it. But I think the rocks a bit. Really <laughs> it's a it. bit weird. Yeah, doesn't sit well with me. Where's the his theme music coming OP. from? <laughs> the rocks too op.
0: Please, plus nerve rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Nate, have you got anything else?
2: No, no. I'm. Uh, I'm. Well, I'm thinking about unexpected things appearing in games now.
0: Yes, that's true. Should we? Uh, head into the, cabin oh, okay. <laughs> the cavern of announcements.
2: Oh, I'd love
0: to. The cavern of announcements.
1: Oh, I like that. That was that was, like a, that was a bit railway announcer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now stopping at the cavern of announcements. <laughs>
3: uh, well, uh,
2: hello. Hello, well, Anthony sh- Hopkins. Hello there, it's me, friend of the show, Sir Anthony Hopkins.
1: And uh, I hope you're ready for a few of my terrible frights. You're sounding a bit more English today, Anthony Hopkins. It's true, yes. (laughs) Maybe I should work on that a little bit. (laughs) There we go. Anyway. It's like like tuning a radio in. We eventually get there. (laughs) I was only
2: joshing with you. There'll be no terrible flights today at all.
0: No. Can I, can I ask Anthony Hopkins, is there like a, um, a key phrase that you have to say to get into your Anthony Hopkins voice?
2: <laughs> uh, there probably should be, shouldn't there? It's a good idea. Maybe that'll help anchor it in my mind. Not that I need to, of course. So I wake up every day sounding yeah. <laughs> dependably exactly as I did the last time you heard me. Yes. hmm but here's something you haven't heard before. Um, and uh, actually, I'm going, to, I'm going to pass over to Nate because uh, th- this voice is really collapsing in on itself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Tony. Um, Tony! So, yeah, well, you know, we've, we've, we've been hanging out, putting the stage up for this announcement. Um, Tone
0: T-Dog.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it when celebrities refer to other celebrities by their nicknames and you realise that's what they're called. You know, <laughs> It's like when Scorsese like, refers to Robert De Niro as like Bob De Niro, and you're like, oh, you call him Bob. That's nice. T- touch of the big life. Um,
2: <laughs> but we too have been touched by the big life here on the Electronic Wireless Show uh, because we made it. Um, I a couple of eagle-eyed sharpshooters on our discord did actually spot this independently but i begged them
0: to retract
2: the knowledge um because we've been excited someone else
0: i i noticed commented uh on the podcast from la- last week's post about the podcast so uh well done to that person as well and
2: uh, it was tim
0: lewinson who is the senior
2: producer on apex legends uh messaged me the other day. Um, suggesting that I keep my eyes out, Uh, keep my eyes out, keep my eyes open, uh, because a podcast reference was coming to Apex Legends. Uh, (laughs) And that that was a mind buster. Uh, So in season 10, there is a skin called the Alabaster Titan for Lifeline. Hooray! (laughs) Hooray! And Tim, you have made our year. <laughs> <laughs> Tights is in like one of the most popular games I, world.
0: I looked up a real good like, game. I looked up and people were like, "Oh, I love this skin." It's like people who have no idea that it's <laughs> it's a really good skin as well. It looks great. This is, this is people who have, who have no idea this podcast exists, just like, oh, this is one of my favorite skins from, uh, from the past. I was like, oh, my God, it's amazing. I wonder <laughs> like, if people are trying to
1: fit it into the lore of Apex Legends and work out like, where the name came from.
2: I just love the idea that someone else independently now calls it Tights. They're <laughs> like, oh, what, what skin shall I use this week? Um, oh, what about Tights? That, that one's <laughs> pretty good. Oh, yeah, good old Tights.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's oh. for um, uh, which character is it for? Lifeline. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so so she's a, a medic um character, mm. and it's really cool if you look it up. Um, it, it like kind of makes her look like a really cool like robot. Mm.
2: Um, of course, the you know the Alabaster Titan is an enchanted homunculus. <laughs> um you know, ma- made out of discarded sculptors boulders but i appreciate you know uh that a robot is the next best thing um and yeah well that was just yeah there's little more to say about it other than just how thrilled i was a to receive the message um and that was that was technically my leaving present um from from rps which i I thought it was the sweetest thing uh and then the excitement as I told Alice and Matthew that our podcast is is referenced <laughs> in a proper game Don't real know, it's game been warm times like I actually play Apex Legends like it would have been well awkward if it had been Warzone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: but yeah I think we should uh yeah thank you so much to everyone uh on Eight Legs who um was involved in that and I think we should um, officially con- confer on them the, the uh, I was going to say Shergar's heart, but that will forever link Apex Agents with crimes done <laughs> by the IRA. So um, <laughs> the uh, in perpetuity, uh, Apex Legends is the recipient of the RPS uh, Big Oats Award services to us (laughs) I'm
2: also going to name Tim Lewinson and all of his team as official friends of the show uh, so they can join Anthony in the green room to the Catherine each week and listen to some of his terrible frights
1: (laughs) Uh, Uh, that is that that has got just amazing big oats energy, it's so good Very large
0: oats. Apex Ah. legends can put a big oats sicker award on its Steam page.
1: I just (laughs) love the idea of of being in a position where you can just do you can just take things you like from other places and put them in the thing you make. That must be great.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: I do that with minor character names a lot, actually. So
2: anyone who like hangs out with me enough to know like the the bits of meaningless bs i spew instead of normal words they can't take anything i write seriously because all the characters are just called like nonsense phrases that i'll
0: say instead of napkins or whatever (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but anyway yeah that was genuinely one of i think i i wasn't with matthew but i don't think i've ever seen him sound happier (laughs) in text form (laughs)
1: I thought crazy. it was just a coincidence when you first posted it. I thought, oh, this is just a laugh. Um, but yeah, absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. incredible, incredible See, So thank you so much again. And uh, congratulations, Nate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the best best present I'll ever,
0: ever, ever get
2: in relation to a job. That, good stuff.
0: After that bombshell, uh, all that remains this week. For us to do recommendations because every week we recommend something that is not a video game. So, uh, Matthew, what have you got to recommend this week?
1: I'm going to recommend a show called Squid Game on Netflix. It's a Korean thriller, I'd probably describe it as, about a man who is um, down on his luck, massively in debt, and is invited to take part in a mysterious game where he's transported to a mystery location and forced to play games based on classic playground games from his childhood but with a fatal twist each time is there a squid uh squid game is a is a a a game they played as children it's like a very uh, i don't know how you describe it it's like a really uh, like mix between rugby and hopscotch
2: (laughs) oh so i was just imagining two children desolately like walloping each other with a dead squid
1: no it's it's more like they're sort of pushing each other and and stuff but all the games have been given a twist so they do like they like it opens with like what's the time mr wolf but if if mr wolf sees you moving you get shot in the head Um, oh my god (laughs) oh yeah it's 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 really violent um but it's basically loads of people playing these very stressful games but the gunshot most of the times the gunshots are so loud that's what makes people fail the games so every game (laughs) like once people start falling it just it gets really chaotic and messy. Um, I, 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 it's great. I really enjoyed it. We, like We wolfed it down in a couple of days. Like, I think it's like nine episodes. Um, you know, kind of concludes, wraps itself up. Um, yeah, if you like things like, I guess like Battle Royale and things like that, it's it's, it's kind of got that, that sort of energy. Oh, I'm definitely going to give that a go. Oh, yeah. Sounds good, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's got some real, some real scumbags in you. You know, you really hope they'll lose, and there's lots of good <laughs> twists along the way. It's fun. Uh,
0: I am going to recommend because today is uh is by visibility day. Um, after the this week, which I think it's been by visibility week, so in that spirit, I am recommending the uh Italian Eurovision winning rock band uh, Monoskin. I think it's how you say it. Um, who? Uh, are uh, very good, like genuinely a very good band. Uh, and I don't know if they're bisexual, but if you look under the comments on any of their videos, their music videos, uh, a lot of people make jokes about that. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna recommend. Mm. Some really good tracks, and, and I'm also gonna recommend- good outfits. <laughs> they do look
2: Sorry, really Nate. sick, actually. I saw your tweet earlier and I thought they look cool. Um, Yeah, I'm going to recommend a piece of electronics Uh, for my daughter's birthday. She just turned three and we got her a a VTech kiddie zoom, uh, which is a indestructible, very simple digital camera. Um, And she has been taking some fascinating photographs, really, really weird photographs I mean, the camera itself is, is good. It's, you know, it can be made silent. Uh, it cannot be destroyed. And it does what she wants it to do. Um, but the experience of just seeing what photographs a three-year-old chooses to take with absolutely no expectations imposed on them is fascinating. Um, so if you are... A parent, it's a good investment, not just in your child, but in your own entertainment.
0: Oh. Oh. What was the name again? Sorry?
2: The VTech Kiddy Zoom.
0: Wow. Thank you. it's not like
1: when I got my first camera as a kid, you know, because you obviously had to pay loads of money just to see the photos, get them developed and everything. I can remember just like taking a load of like random photos of like down the back of the sofa and sort of of some grass or something, not very interesting things, getting them paid, and then parents being kind of cross that they'd wasted money on <laughs> my clear <laughs> lack of photographic talent. Well, this is it. She
2: can just absolutely spam photographs of whatever she wants, and there's a lot of ways of putting filters and things on the moss stickers and things. It's very easy, um, mm-hmm. and it's very versatile without ever sort of seeming like it's some sort of depressing training tool for like you know tiktok it's just it's just nice and you know she'll take photos completely unremarkable stuff but then decorate them in really bizarre ways and they become quite pretty like it's it's lovely it's actually genuinely very creative i think
3: oh, that's nice. Well, it's nice a really menacing uh,
2: photo of a pig Well, she took it from like her elevation and from about three inches away. So it looked like it was about to drop the most dark and threatening diss track
0: you could possibly imagine. (laughs) Uh, Fabulous. So thank you for those recommendations, lads. And uh, thank you, listener, for joining us on this episode 157 of the Electronic Wireless Show podcast, the best animal companions and games special. Uh, You should check out Rock Paper Shotgun on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for more bants. You should also check out our merch, uh, because we have that. I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, And the Discord, where uh, people chat about all things games, and there's a a specific room to have fun chatting about the podcast, where at the moment they're talking about... uh, Frank Herbert's Dune Dune Dune. Dune. Um, so uh, get involved in that Uh, and for all your uh, PC gaming needs just go to rockpapershotgun.com we'll see you next week Um, but thank you very much for joining us once again and yeah thank you again uh, to the uh, the Apex Legends developers who put a a Nate joke in their game (laughs) amazing thanks to
2: tights <laughs> out there winning the war for all of us every day in Apex. legs
0: yeah 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 uh, so it's, good, it's goodbye from me uh alice bell it's goodbye from dr doolittle goodbye and it is goodbye from that blokes hamster
1: yeah <clears throat> bye everyone bye Bye-bye. bye